the first thing when I um, talked to you, I told you my dream. I was like, I dreamed about me and my husband and my daughter. I said, we were on stage. I, I was on stage um, in front of a sea of people. I said, we each had to tell our, tell our story about how we got here. And yeah. then as a family, how this will carry on long after I'm gone. Absolutely. And I always use it as I'm the the Moses of Hear My Cry Sisterhood. My daughter is the Joshua. She's okay. going to take it all the way in. I'm just the one here that was supposed to start it and be able to let other people know, other women know, this is what we should be having conversations about. And this is what we should be teaching our young ladies. Honey, I like Cardi and Nick and everybody. I like and I love having a good time. But what is it that we are showing them every day? What are we teaching them? Because yeah. there are teachable moments in everything. Between May 2020 and December 2021, I have secured $8,121,009.35 in legitimate funding for Black and minority-owned businesses. My name is Taliba Bales, and I'm the host of the Black and Bankable podcast. Effective immediately, I am coming for more for the community. Hello and welcome to the Black and Bankable podcast. And we have another series, another episode of the CEO Conversations. Now, if this is your first time tuning in to a Black and Bankable CEO Conversations, I want to make sure that you catch the ones previous to this because this series is really on fire. I mean, I know I'm kind of biased because it's my series, but let me tell you something. The gems that we are dropping with real business owners are invaluable. And so I'm excited that you are here with us today on this episode. I want you to absolutely make sure that you subscribe and that you share it because I have another real and just, oh my goodness, full of knowledge, experience, gems, all of that Black woman business owner who is in business to fortify Black women business owners. So y'all, I mean, the gym, I... <laughs> And the thing about it is, these are never scripted. So let me tell you something. I'm so excited to have Mrs. Arlene Henderson with me on this particular conversation. Uh, she is the founder and executive director of Hear My Cry Sisterhood. She's a serial entrepreneur now. We just we just don't focus on uh, what she does best in the sense of again working with with Black women business owners, uh, and we're going to talk about it from her nonprofit's perspective. But rest assured, when I bring somebody before you, I know that they are going to pour into you because that is the point of this series. The point of this series is to drop gems for you is to make sure that, you know, something that we say, I know, is going to resonate with you. So mm -hmm. that if you were stuck in a particular area as you are moving through your business or even thinking about starting a business, I am, am hopeful and really I know that in you tuning in with us today, you're going to hear what you need to hear to move forward. 
Keeping your books in order alone is hard enough, never mind running a business. If you are currently doing your own bookkeeping, you know working with numbers doesn't necessarily mean that you understand them. Not being able to see the big picture on top of having to do everything yourself can feel like you're running in place. Don't let your business fail because you can't keep track of your financials or don't have the time. The Bankable CEO Bookkeeping DIY membership gives you the tools you need to get real solutions and real visibility into your finances with guidance from QuickBooks certified professionals. Sign up now. Text DIY to 855-912-1020. That's DIY to 855-912-1020. If there is any topics or anything like that that you want to make sure that we discuss, you know to put them in the comments and we'll have a part two if we don't cover everything because, you know, Arlene is not only, you know, a client, but she's also a really good friend and she's local. All I got to do is shoot her a text message, right, Arlene? <laughs> Anytime. And ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, if you <laughs> know Taliba, you already know that you're dealing with, you know, gold. You're you dealing with the highest of the high. So anytime she wants me to do anything, she knows all she has to do is tell me when and where, and I'm Thank there. You. Oh, my goodness. So, yes. Yeah. So, again... We can have some more parts to this, but for now, we have a couple of things that I want to make sure that we pull out in this particular conversation. So first, I do want to go with uh, some of the things that we've we've received questions on. We, again, just in the conversations with business owners, both online and offline, one of the things that I like to make sure we start with is identifying challenges that we as Black business owners experience. Because believe it or not, a lot of people aren't aware of it. You got two different things going mm -hmm. on. You got a group of people that are our counterparts that are not Black, that can't identify and can't really understand the challenges. And sometimes it's not their fault. Sometimes these people are the people that we actually have to go to as far as bankers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And as far as other resources within the community, and they really just have no clue. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And and it's and it's not their fault. And you have folks that really want to understand. Absolutely. And so the best way to understand that, again, is by having a real person <laughs> that's telling their story. Mm -hmm. uh, so that for others that 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 want to know and that want to do better. And that want to to help eliminate some challenges for a black business owner, you know, that's what we're doing. So I would love for you, and I know, like I said, that you you work with black women business owners as well as being one. Mm -hmm. So can you please share with the audience what your experience has been like as a black woman business owner when it comes to what the heck it means to be bankable? Oh, such a loaded question. <laughs> I know um, it is. Saliba already knows, you know, we have these conversations where, you know, we're business owners. We are women of color. Mm -hmm. We are women that have so many different titles and labels attached to us. And everybody has that same thing going on, that same mix. Mm -hmm. And the biggest challenge and the biggest thing is we all come from different backgrounds, different mm -hmm. perspectives. We've grown up and um, been given different beliefs and different yeah. things that yeah. we thought 
was gospel because, you know, grandma said it or auntie or uncle. Mm. And we don't understand that we have to have these conversations. Mm. We have to say what we don't know and not come into the room and get an attitude when Mm -hmm. something is presented that you don't Mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My biggest challenge is to erase a lot of the misinformation, incorrect information that we've received about this whole concept of being a Black woman business owner, being a woman of color business owner. What are some of those misconceptions that We go into it. I don't really think we go into it for it to be successful. I think we just go into it with a mindset of, you know, hey, this is what I wanted to do. It sounds good. But we don't really go into it to build a legacy. And that is the thing that when I work with my clients, my first thing is, you know, what do you see this as? Mm -hmm. Describe to me if you had to introduce yourself not so much your business, but introduce yourself because then I get to hear what they think about them and what they think about their business. If they don't feel that they are capable or they are have something to give or sell or service to provide that is A1, then we got to start from, we got to go back to kindergarten. It, it's not even starting at where, you know, this is what you need to do to get a business license. They, no, we got to start back from the beginning of why are you doing this? Okay. You know, everybody, and even with us having the conversation when I first met you and you first became my tax consultant mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I want to help people. You said, oh yeah, that's cute. That's fine. <laughs> but what is it that you are trying to establish? What is it that you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. The biggest challenge is the mindset mm-hmm. of most each and every person that I work with, and they never start off talking in big terms. It's always if, maybe, I'm not sure, I don't know, but this is your business. Like, now, like let's, let's, let me dive into that because mm-hmm. um, in, in a prior Black and Bankable CEO conversations, we talked about the mindset of the side hustle. Right. And I'd love to get your, because that's what I, where I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, most of your clients probably, you Mm -hmm. know, are in, because that's just where a lot of us are in the sense of you have this W-2 job Mm -hmm. or your husband is bringing in enough, you know, income for the household. And so you have a passion. Yes. Right. Like you, you just know, hmm, you know, like I want to do this Mm -hmm. and then that becomes the side hustle, you know, but then what we talked about in the other uh, conversation is, but we never nurture it. And I hear you saying that Mm -hmm. because one of the things you said, because I didn't know we were going to go here, but you said that it's like, well, why are you doing it? Right. Mm -hmm. So, so talk to me about like your experience again, both as a a business owner and then also a business owner who edifies other black women business owners. Talk to me about that side hustle mindset. What have you seen? Right. Because, you know, we don't really grow up talking to our children about the correct terms. You know, let's go back and think about the candy lady that was in the neighborhood. 
she was an entrepreneur, but we right. never said it as that. We termed her as the candy lady. Okay. So this is the side hustle mentality that okay. we grew up with. Okay. Somebody that the shade tree mechanic, but yeah. he was an entrepreneur because he fixed cars. So right. it's the wording is the same, but we are limiting to what they actually mean, what this actually was. We always say we never grew up around people. Yes, we did. We mm. grew up with these people and they already had businesses, but we never used the term as entrepreneur, bankable, mm. loss and profits. What what are you? We right. never did it that way. It was never talked to us that way. So when even for me, when I first started, I was like, OK, I want to help people. Not saying I want to provide a service to people to teach them how to pivot their business, mm -hmm. how to get their mindset from the hustle or this is just something I do on the side mm. you know, to talking about this is my established business. I am an entrepreneur. This is the service that I provide to my clients in the talk about it in the retrospect of how you have to go to the people, like you said, that don't understand because only thing they understand is entrepreneur. Uh huh. Not what, the what your paperwork. Lady. Right. Not the candy <laughs> lady in the neighborhood. You know. Mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. She taught me how to, you know, start a business. They don't understand that terminology. So we've got to start what I do with my clients, and even I had to do it for myself because that was my mentality. You know, girl, I'm not going to tell nobody I got a business. Then they come going to come and shoot my business down and tell me everything that's wrong mm. with it, what I'm not doing instead of being there to help me, mm -hmm. coach me. And I remember when I first started doing Facebook live videos and my lighting was terrible. Nobody, the simple thing, Arlene, go get your camera and put it on top of your desktop. Get you a light to put where you have the proper lighting. Something as simple as that. But I didn't get that information. Nobody just shared something as simple as just get your light and put mm -hmm. there so your lighting is better. And so that's really like you put in respect on your own name. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, 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 and it's a lot of things that you said that I do want to unpack. But I think that where I want to start with what you just said is that we have to make sure that really is because side hustle to me equates to passion because you arrive there differently. As yes. we know, like with the pandemic, people yes. arrived at their passion, their side hustle, whether by force or by choice. Yep. Right. But in order for you to say, this is what I'm going to do, it's tend to be something that you're good at or something that you feel like, you know what? I like that thing. Yep. I like to do this. Yep. And that's how you arrive at it. But then because it's still sort of in that infancy stage, you just know you like it. Right. You just know that you're really good at it. that mindset is not putting respect on your name. Right. So it just kind of stays over here as, as one of the bags we carry, you know, I'm going to carry it along and, and, and it's bringing me, some money in my household and yeah. I'm really loving what I'm doing. Like you said, like I want to help people. I'm, I'm helping people. So yes. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing what I want I'm, I'm accomplishing my, I'm my passion. I'm accomplishing, you know, what I like to do. Right. But what we got to get over the hump on is putting some respect on your name. Exactly. Doing stuff like investing in yourself. Yes. Exactly. Right? Like, you know, exactly. getting that light, 
Yes. Because don't and let's not let's not think that that's something small now. Right. <laughs> it is a mindset. It is. Yes. Therefore, I'm going to invest in lighting. Mm -hmm. And of course, under the context of trying to break out of some of the cultural habits that we were raised and 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 came yes. into just by default. Now let's let's talk about getting into a put some respect on my name as far as getting a business bank account. Mm -hmm. making that side hustle, making your passion, as I say, your passion match your paper. And yeah. that's not meaning you bringing in money. That's meaning you putting some respect on your passion enough to actually say, therefore, I'm going to do this so yeah. that because I'm really good at it and I'm bringing in money, I'm like, I'm satisfied. When those people ask me for some paperwork, I already have it. Exactly. How do we get to that mindset? Exactly. How do you think, what are some, what are some tools, some tips that you're using, you know, that help a business owner get that mindset to transition into making that passion something that can really and truly be a bankable business? The first thing that I do with my clients, the first conversation that we have I say, I always ask them, what is that thing that everybody in your family wants you to do because they know you're great at it? Okay. What is that thing that your family, your friends, everybody will always refer you and tell people, oh, Taliba is great at making a red velvet cake. You should um, get your birthday mm -hmm. cake made from her. She does. That's your business. Mm. Because it's already a passion. You're mm. not looking at it and you're not scared of it because it's already, that's your business. That's what you're really good at. When I explain that to them, they're like, oh yeah, you know, everybody always loves for me to decorate when we have events. I said, that's an event planner. Mm -hmm. The terminology. Right. Putting us to be educated. We're already doing these things. Why not make it a legit business that you can leave for your children? Because what I hear you saying is there's a small business owner in each of us. Because exactly. one thing about, and I said this before, one thing about black people, we're gonna make it do what it do, what it what, what it do. Mm -hmm. Hey, what, what do we need to do to provide for right. ourselves or our babies or our yes. whoever? Like we yes. are just natural nurturers, like yes. We need to make so therefore what we're saying is identify what you're really good at because we know you already really good at something. Yeah. <laughs> and then we want you to put some respect on your name and move that idea, move that passion because it doesn't have to be overnight. And a lot of no. times because of the challenges, right? Yes. That we know exist, it's not going to be overnight, right? So, so you know, let's talk let's talk about that. And that's the misconception of social media. Social mm. media is a two-headed monster. <laughs> you know, it's a right. two-headed monster. Everybody living their bestest life. You know, <laughs> we I help make everybody, you know, you see an ad on Facebook, everybody make, I made 50000 in two days and let me teach you how. But what about them 10 years that you spent, you know, preparing yourself for them two days that you made the 50000 <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so... Again, we have got to invest in educating ourselves. The networking piece of it mm -hmm. is so important because you have to get 
we've all heard the saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm. I never want to be in a room with everybody that knows the same thing I know, because how are we going to teach each other something? Okay. Mm -hmm. There has to be a diversity in your everyday networking. There has Mm -hmm. to be a diversity in your everyday knowledge that you're Mm -hmm. picking up because Mm -hmm. you should be learning something new every day about your craft, about Mm -hmm. your business, about how to do this until you're able to do that. Right. It has to be a continuous learning thing. And that's the thing that we drop the ball on. Mm -hmm. You know, if we make, oh, I made five hundred dollars this month. So I'm good. I'm in there. Girl, no. But how much did it how much did it take to make that five hundred? And not only that. (laughs) If mm-hmm. you had your systems in place, so now that you know, now that you have a viable product right, or a viable service, yes, now that you've proven to yourself that you got that invoice cleared, that $500 could be $1,000 next month. Exactly. Without, right. Because I don't think any, and I always think about the, the makeup of the business makeup of the hairstylist. Mm-hmm. You've known people that have been hairstylists and they're at the same level mm-hmm. of their business. They haven't pivoted. They haven't, you know, you know, moved. They haven't, yeah. you know, expanded. They haven't, you know, redone their, they like, why did you open this? If you didn't right. open this to, you know, and I know everybody is not going to, you know, just always have the dream. I don't want all these locations. That's not right. it. But still think about it and go into it with, I'm going to be successful. This Mm -hmm. is going to be a household brand. My name is going to be a household name. The first thing when I um, talked to you, I told you my dream. I was like, I dreamed about me and my husband and my daughter. I said, we were on stage. I I was on stage um, in front of a sea of people. I said, we each had to tell our our story about how we got here. And then as a family, how this will carry on long after I'm gone. Absolutely. And I always use it as I'm the the Moses of Hear My Cry Sisterhood. My daughter is the Joshua. She's going to get all the way in. I'm just the one here that was supposed to start it and be able to let other people know, other women know, this is what we should be having conversations about. And this is what we should be teaching our young ladies. Honey, I like Cardi and Nick and everybody. I like, you know, I love the Lord and I love rap and I love having a good time. But what is it that we are showing them every day? What are we teaching them? Because yeah. they're teachable moments in everything. I yeah. find every everything I say, God, you know, show me a message in that. How can I use that? How can I apply that? We've got to start thinking about every conversation that we're having with people. How can I apply that to it making me better and it helping my business in some way? No idle conversations. All conversations oh, are purposeful. Well, as, as they say, you know, fail and fail fast. Why? Yes. Yeah. Because you, you, you know, because you, you sometimes you got to have a few scuffs. Yes. You, want me to, you want me to show you mine right now? How- exactly. <laughs> Arlene, I want you to talk to me about comfort. Oh. Because I believe that that definitely plays a huge role into why we don't move. 
you know, because when I when I hear you talking about, you know, the hairstylist who is making good money. So the thing of it is the hairstylist is she's comfortable or he's right. comfortable right? because he is making enough money to sustain he or she, whatever the financial goals of the household is or our right. personal financial goals. Because I've been there before, too. I talked about it on the other episode. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a GS 14, 15 mm -hmm. in, in the government before I left. And to be a full-time entrepreneur, houses, cars, yes. comfortable, comfortable. Yes. yes. Comfortable. Talk yes. to me about that. Oh, honey. You know, <laughs> when we first met, I was, you know, in the comfort zone. You know, I'm like, well, Taliba, I don't, you know, want to charge people this. I don't want to yes. do this. And you and Dame, you know, y'all had to take me to the side and say, that's cute. But, uh, <laughs> damn, you are investing a lot of money in what you're doing. Yes. You're doing it the right way, but you need to, you got to get out of your own way. You got to get out of your comfort zone. And it's the thing standing up and telling somebody, you know, that's that's why the name of my business is Hear My Cry. You know, so many women, we have so many things that we need to stand up and say, that we need to acknowledge that what we do, but we're scared. You know, we, we I, okay, I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna do it on the, you know, back end. I don't wanna do it this way. I don't wanna uh -huh. do it that way. And we even do that in our business. We we negotiate, we hopscotch, we in, we out. Yeah. Because we, the comfort zone is then nobody will disappoint me. Nobody will mm -hmm. critique me. Nobody will say that I'm doing this the wrong way. Okay. Nobody will hold me accountable to okay. what I said. I was going to do. If I just be silent. If I just be silent. So I'm going to sit here Ooh. and I'm going to look and I'm going to act like I'm listening. But in order to, you know, have something to say, you got to be in, you got to be involved in the conversation. You got to be listening to have something to reply and say that, you know, I had that same problem. Oh, and, my. you know, I thought I was the only person that, you know, had a problem with saying, hey, I'm a business owner. You know, I do motivational speaking. I host events. I write courses. I do I create graphics. I, right. I, you know, to say because, you know, we've been taught, you know, you just got to do one thing and do one thing well. But mm -hmm. in this day and age, that's no such thing as doing one thing and doing one thing well. Mm -hmm. Now, we want to be a master of our trade, but we still got to be a student of life, a learning, be a learner every day, all day. And I think our comfort zone is we don't want to put ourselves out there to say, OK, I don't know how to do this. Absolutely. What, how do I do this? It's a one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> 10, 20. Maybe. It's a process. It's a process. Even when you're really good at it. Yes. It's so let's, let's take them along there. Yes. Because. You know, going back to the red velvet cake. Okay, mm -hmm. your family and your friends are like, girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should yes. really do red velvet cakes. And you're like, yes, I'm really good at it. You know, you're thinking, because I'm really good at it, this should be no problem. Yeah. Right. And, but then you but then you're balancing the comfort. And what I love about what you've said is that that sometimes we choose to be silent. Yeah. Because, you know. First of all, that's comfortable. Yeah. But also, like you said, you know, because then you can't be wrong because yep. nobody 
is going to even know because right. you're because you're silent about it. Yes. You're silent about that decision to go ahead and start, you know, the business or the transition your, you know, your passion, your side hustle into a formal business because out of the fear of, first of all, not being comfortable, mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I'm uncomfortable now because now people looking at me, they're like, oh, yes. so you actually yes. need to start the business, you know, and all of that other, all of the other things like that. And so what happens is you're not bankable. You baking mm -mm. the hell out of some cakes now. <laughs> you, you are over there. You baking the hell out of some cakes. Yes. What I heard you say is, you know, which I definitely wrote down. Y'all may have seen me start looking down, but it's like, well, I'm going to just charge them like $10. Yeah. Knowing full well. Okay. It took $45 to get all the ingredients. <laughs> so then, and, and as we identified again, connecting the conversations, where that then translates into the systems I talked about is. Yep. So you still, you, your stuff is not even, you don't, you're not, you're not even, you don't have it. You're not, you're not even putting yourself into a position out of comfort, out of fear, yep. out of, out of this is good. I'm making enough money. You know, yep. I'm, I'm still making it do what it do. I'm still the nurturer. I'm still the provider, yep. but you could be that $500 could be 5,000. Right. If right. You transitioned right. into the context of what you know because it's unavoidable right is the system fair am i is that what we're saying no i'm not saying <laughs> it but what i'm saying is if you know in order for you to get funding mm -hmm. grants mm -hmm. even when you're in these pitch contests mm -hmm. these people want to know do you know your yeah. numbers yeah. do you know you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're asking me to invest in you and these cakes and yeah. you're not even, your lighting ain't good. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's, we standing in the middle of the kitchen. We know what we supposed to be doing, yes. but we don't have the directions as to how to start. You know, what, yes. what do I need first? What do, you know, how do I need my setup to be? How are, you know, how many cakes are you going to make that day? Right. And mind you, just let's take it even a step further, because a lot of the entrepreneurs, like you said, from some reason, you know, out of something happened, then you go this route. Nine right. times out of 10, it's a lot of single parent homes. So mm -hmm. you are the breadwinner of the yes. family. Right. And your journey is a lot different right. than others' journey. And then we look at it as in the sense, like you're saying, being bankable, your your financial decisions are totally different from, mm -hmm. you know, what mm -hmm. those people sitting behind the desk looking at you like you crazy with you know, <laughs> their arms crossed. Right. Because you have had to make some choices. Everybody, and I want to go here for just a moment before I lose this train of thought, everybody that has a lower credit score is not a lazy person. It's not. Absolutely not. It is society at its best doing what it does. Uh -huh. to look at you based on a number right. and not consider everything that got you to this number. Right. One thing that I really, really wish, and um, I love your interview when you went and you um, were talking before Congress and, you know, being passionate about small business owners. I absolutely loved it. 
And I said, I wish we could take it a step further because a lot of times we don't get to walk away and get a second chance and go somewhere else with somebody else and start over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I create this thing here, but I don't want to do that no more. So I'm just going over here and I'm Mm -hmm. going to start over with Taliba. Mm -hmm. Taliba doing it. So therefore I'm going to, you know, rise up and I'm going to do. But then I love Arlene over here, you know, with the children and she got to understand, she got to do the best she... <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. comes into play when you become a business owner. Because mm-hmm. again, your finances mm-hmm. aren't bankable because of, of life. life. And and it's okay. I'm exactly. telling you now, I, look, I got my t-shirt over here because I, <laughs> I have... You know. Because, you, you know, it just evokes so, so many emotions, yes. but... Yes. You know, because we're talking about comfort and we're talking yes. about fear, what we also got to talk about is getting it right. Like, we just want to yes. get it right. Can I get it right? And so when we don't get it right, I know for me, oh my goodness, when you, when, sometimes when you're, when you're uber successful or you believe you are, <laughs> when you're, when you're accustomed to you saying, I'm going to do this and then it works. Yes. And yes. then that one time that it doesn't work. Honey, oh lord, girl, <laughs> it takes the wind out of yourself. Like, oh, crumbles, yes, yes, immediately, yes. And, and 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 because our identities are wrapped up in what we, what do. we say we're going to do, yes, and so That's that why. is a real fear. Oh my so, god, so make no mistake, yes. we are talking about this, y'all, yes, absolutely. So that in the event that this is where you are, yes, that you look at this screen or you listen to your phone or however you're listening to us, that you know these are two people that have made made it go. Even with the credits, anything determined until you are in the ground, yes. yes. So long as you have breath, yes, absolutely, there is an opportunity for you to. Make a change. You just got to say, this right here is not going to define me. I am committed to what it is you've committed to. And I'm going to overcome it. Absolutely. Because you have it in you. And this is not just lightly words. No, you do. You have it in you. Being black and not being raised up to Mm. know what credit is, it don't matter. Baby, that's what the internet for. That's what trusted resources are for. But what Arlene is saying here is we got to be vulnerable. You got to find somebody that's going to help you make that plan after you get out your own head and realize that, okay, (laughs) I don't know what it is I'm supposed to be doing. I done tried and I done failed and I done this and none of that. So now we got to transition you to, okay, cool. So we over there. I want you to be over there. Now let's sit down and let's go over this list that you know it's unavoidable. It might not be fair, but here's the list. You got to have tax returns. Yes. You got to have your financial statements. Yes. When you're talking to these people, asking them for money, you got to believe in you so that they yes. believe in you. Yes. Yes. And my whole thing is, why would you go anywhere and give anybody any type of leverage to make you doubt what mm. you know you were purposeful? That's right. That's right. 
Taliba happened to, and I happened to be in an, an experience that she and I still laugh about to this day. <laughs> when we were sitting at the table, and she said, Arlene, when it happened, she said, I was like, oh, Lord, here you go. Because it was someone critiquing small business owners. And I know most of them, you know, like, because this lady, you know how she was coming there. She was, she was digging. She was, uh, she was. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I was prepared when yeah. it was my turn because. All my life, I've dealt with people like this particular person that she and I, we experienced. So I was prepared with my response and my answer. You know, people don't like when you call them on like they want the mat. They want the floor. Yeah. They don't like it when you can go in the round with them and stand right. and say, hey. You know, right. you are thinking I haven't arrived and I don't, you know, uh -oh. you don't feel like I'm, you know, on your level or you have to validate. That's when you like to leave it. Just say you have to talk it. You you have to yeah. believe in yourself. How many times? How many times? I don't care. It, it has to be a constant. That's why when I created You Are Worthy, it starts with mindset shifting mm -hmm. because Nobody, if I go in here and say, well, you know, y'all give me whatever y'all want to. <laughs> right. And I'll make it do what it do because I right. really, really, really do bake some good cake. Right. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. So you have to be prepared for everything that, you know, people that look like you, people that don't look like you are going to throw at you. And because what do we say, Arlene? And and we see it, you know, on the on the timelines or whatever. It's like, so if you don't want people to little business your uh stuff, yes, that little business, you don't <laughs> want nobody to call your 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 passion a little business. We're giving you the tools and the gems, yes, to make sure that when cause cause one thing about it, people gonna try to gut punch you like that experience of the of the woman who thought she was helping somebody. <laughs> By them critiques she was doing, because you do have to be careful as yes. to who you expose your purpose to, and 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 absolutely. that's what that was. Yes. But absolutely, Arlene at that point was was so ready for it, like she was not you. So you're not gonna little business me, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, again, it was because that was a journey. She had yes. to get the mindset. Yes. Then we had to get the systems in place, and so yes. then it's like, no, I no, I got the clarity. I, I see where you're going with it. Okay, yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I see you tried to gut punch me, yes. right? But you're not going to little business my business. And the thing about it is, as we know, with being business owners, it's always a continuing process. Like, you know, that as we say, that whole scaling thing. So yes. even when you arrive at a level, it's like I said, so long as you're breathing, it's levels and levels and levels that's, and levels. That's and one levels. milestone. It's Exactly. That's one mile. Exactly. That's exactly. The mile. You keep going. You keep setting goals for your business. You keep setting goals for yourself. Yeah. And when I took my my statements, everything, the first thing to leave a notice as my account, she said, oh, you've been investing in yourself. She saw what I had spent my money on. She right. saw the sacrifices that I had made. Now, did I just start out like this? And no, I had to sit down. I had to be open with her. I had to be honest with her. And like you said, that word, I had to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I had to trust someone for right. someone to help me get this right. 
I pro- look, I still be, but I'd be like, okay, Talib, I'm gonna get this in. Now she's gonna have to email me about two or three times because she's gonna have to do a thousand things at right. one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate her as a business owner. And what the first thing she will tell you, I told her, uh, ma'am, how much do I owe you? What I need to give you, what I need to pay you, because I value her. And I put some respect on her name by <laughs> not asking, you know, can yeah. we do this? Can we do that? What was my what was my statement to you? My question, I was like, okay, how much do I need to pay? Before before we even <laughs> finish the session, you know, before we honey, our leave was ready. If I'm like, well, wait a minute, oh. <laughs> you know, but the thing of it is with that is, you know, building out a team. Yes. And what I knew it was was oh my gosh, I have found the person yeah. that is, is, first of all, I'm ready to invest in because she's investing in me. And I ain't yes. talking in the third person because I want this to apply to whoever you choose. Yes. I'm not, you know what I mean? Yes. I'm not, you know, trying to make it as if I'm saying, come, you know, be, let me work for you, even though, I mean, you know, <laughs> hey. But the thing that, 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 we're, that we're relaying here is, you know, that after you've gotten that mindset, Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know that I need a plan and you're ready to be vulnerable and you've identified a trusted resource. It'll click. Everybody has that intuition. It'll yeah. click with you to know that that person, you know, is in business, too. And let me tell you something. I appreciate clients like Arlene, because I think people forget. It's like, yeah. so I am in business, too. I, I right. do have bills. Pay, right. Pay, so you know what I mean? Right. But most importantly, you want to identify someone who is pouring back into you as well and, yeah. and at a high quality. Yeah. Because one thing about, you know, when it comes to your taxes and when it comes to getting your business data, as I say, your business performance, the yeah. income and the expenses into a software that will then allow you to see your numbers. Yeah. Because trust me, even, and, and Arlene, don't, don't beat me up, but. I want to get real here. When you're in that starting stage, and what I want to talk about, particularly with Arlene, mm-hmm. when you have a good solid money, you know what I mean? Either yeah. from your W-2 job or from your husband or from whatever, you can spend your way out of stuff that you actually don't even need to spend money on. But because yeah. you didn't have your numbers in a place where you can actually see how much you're spending, yes. you just spend it because you got it. Yes. So let's talk. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and she she really telling y'all, and like she said, she talking about me, y'all, and she know because I'm we family over here. We we (laughs) we talk, and Taliba she'll be like, okay, Miss Ma'am, wait, wait, what 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 we're doing? What what this and all that. So y'all, even though you know we're friends, we family, but she still looking out for my best interest Mm -hmm. and I was telling her I was about to do something she said no you don't need to invest any more money no it's like this this day you already are ready (laughs) (laughs) and and I'm telling you see there's a nugget in that we are talking about looking at your financial statements yes but again it's not until you see stuff on paper that it actually clicks and Mm -hmm. so I know that there's a lot of y'all who have spent Money and money on money on on that passion, right? Yep. Like, so you're you're like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm listening, I'm I'm doing my research, I'm buying these courses, you know, I'm going to these events, da 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 da, da and you're feeling like it still hadn't quite spent over, 
you know, your best motivation might be just getting all those totals up and looking at yes. how much you spent on that financial statement versus what you made. For some yes. people, that's enough motivation to say, wait a minute, hold up, girl, wait yes. a minute. I just spent that much money this month. I didn't even realize I had spent that much money. Yep. And this is this is all I brought in. I didn't even realize yep. that, my, that my debt to income ratio was even that jacked up. Yep. You would be surprised the light bulbs that come on when you're looking at your numbers in that way. And that's what allowed me to say to Arlene, yep. Arlene, okay, so <laughs> you already got the tools. Yes. We don't need to spend any more money. I know this your money. I know yes. this your business. But as your CFO, as your person that's trying to make sure that your money, you could get to the money, your stuff is bankable. Yep. I'm here to tell you that the money you spent on them coaching and them courses and all the rest of you, you girl, go just go listen to them again because we don't need to spend no more money on that, right, Arlene? You already, I say, you already have it. You yep. already have what you need, right? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was like one of the most freeing moments because we get caught up in what we don't have when mm. we get started. Now, like I said, you want to be a a a learner, student learning, learning every day, but you already have everything that you need to get started. And that is another comfort. Okay. That we we use it, you know, <laughs> it's an excuse because I did it. I, yeah. Look, I can't tell y'all about that, that I have. I did it. Yeah. And every time Taliba and I will have conversations, I would tell her what else I need. Taliba said, Arlene. And and I she would stop and she would laugh like she doing that. She would I'm like, I know, but listen, listen, she's my uh-uh. No, I'm not gonna listen. Mm -hmm. You have to have someone in your corner, like she said, a team mm -hmm. that someone that is going to be open and honest with you, like, no, you have everything you need. It's time for you to press the go button. Right. It's time for you to go. Right, right. It's, it's and you have to have, again, because you need to be vulnerable yes. and build out someone who's going to be who's going to be that person for you yes. so that you can then get to the money. Because shortly after that was PPP time and yep. hear my cry. You know what I mean? Yes. And so that's that's the journey. Yep. That pays off in the end. Almost oh, definitely. Most definitely. And yeah. not being afraid to tell someone all your finances, you know, yeah. girl, I am just, this is a lie. I don't know what I'm doing. When I came to Taliba had to get me all the way. We went back <laughs> through three years yeah. of my tax returns. I had yeah. filed them two of the years, but one I needed to file. Yeah. And I just took her tons of yeah. Everything like yeah. you know, She's like here you go. I'm like, oh, this a mess. <laughs> I laid myself on the altar, honey. Arlene came in this office with a stack of stuff and was like, and hey, here you go. I listen yes. to you. Yes, have fun with that. Right. <laughs> what I owe you, girl. <laughs> and I'm out. You know, if you got any questions, call me, email me. But but it wasn't you because she sat me down, and this is the process. This is what we're going to do. This mm -hmm. is the first thing you need to do. This is how, you know, Yeah, she helped me. Yeah. And, and, you, and, it's, and it's always a no judgment zone. And yes. this is where I, you know, particularly when it comes to the, the challenges that Black business owners face, yep. it's so important for you to 
be with someone who understands those challenges so they're right. not judging you. Right. Like I couldn't talk to you about building business credit if my one jacked up. Yeah. I couldn't talk to you about taxes if, you know, first of all, I grew up in taxes. My mom was doing taxes when I was in her belly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you you want to go with someone who the, who's worn that shirt before. Right. Right. You know what because... I'm saying? And and that's what's important when it comes to true creating creating a journey yes. that's really going to be in your best interest. Mm -hmm. uh, with no judgment, like just right. really being vulnerable, right. laying, like I said, laying yourself at the altar when it comes to getting your financial paperwork in order. If you are, are hearing what we're saying yes, and you know that you need to do that, you know what I mean? Identify someone who is going to allow you to do that because what happened, like I, I, I say I'm impressed with everybody that's on the show, but I can, I can give a personal testament to Arlene. When I tell you that, you know, when her mind was freed of taxes, of this, of that, she already is a creative person and already got the, you know, consistency. But I mean, oh my gosh, like Arlene has just taken off. Yeah, like I, I I pop in with her every now and again. I'll be like, "Girl, I see what you're doing in the Facebook group." Yeah, I see, you know, just because you because then you had that freedom. Yeah, and you, you know, put I had on your name. Yeah, and so now you're the like, person a journey with me. <laughs> it's a journey. It is a true. It's a journey, and having someone to be there at the beginning. Yeah, Believer was there with me at the beginning, and. Yeah you know, the unsureness, you know, the not being able to, to trust or, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we're prideful about the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're in our own way. Like I said, yeah. you know, when I had it in my mind that I had failed, yeah, you know, there were people that truly and are still truly around me like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm blocking you from everybody else. Cause I, I, you didn't put yourself exactly. on the ground, but go, come on, get up now. Cause we here. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're here and now get out your own way. <laughs> you know what no. I'm saying? So when you get out your own yes. way, yes, there are going to be some people that are there. Yes. That's like, oh, good. Cause I was, I'm, I'm ready for you to stand. Let me help you up. You know, yes. let me help you up. And yes. then let's go on this journey together. Yes. And that at the end of the journey or during the journey, cause like we said, so long as you're breathing, there's always going to be milestones you can accomplish. Yes. But you're going to see that progress. You're going to be a black and bankable business. There is not a challenge that you cannot overcome. Right. Absolutely. Even when it comes to your money, because we don't think that. Yes, absolutely. And see, with me, how I started out, like Taliba was saying, you know, I was fortunate. My situation wasn't like a lot of people's situation. Yes. I had some wiggle room. So when I went to a particular person, you know, trying to get money and what they were going to offer me, they were looking at what I had in my and they, honey, going to be all up in your business. What I had <laughs> in my, you know, savings account, and, right. you know, mm -hmm. in my account. But then you want to put this in a, a bun, hold my money up. But you want to give me the small amount of which right. congratulations, your proof. No, ma'am, I already got that. I'm, right. I'm, I'm trying to get cash flow 
exactly. to work with so I can, you know, stop hitting my, you know, savings account or, you know, going there. And you have to make those decisions. Every, you know, business deal or something that somebody tries to, you know, think that it's, oh, no, it, it does not make sense. Right. Walk away from it. Exactly. Turn it down. Because exactly. I've had to do that. And, you know, starting the process and I'm going through the process, but I'm like, no, this doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Why would I do this? Mm-hmm. Because it's not what I need that I'm going to have to go to someone else mm-hmm. and, and, and crew more debt somewhere else trying to exactly. get. Exactly. And that's another thing. Just, you know, don't put yourself in situations where you know that it's not going to be beneficial to you in the long run. If you're going in with a a toe in, you know, you know, then nine times out of 10 is not going to, it's not going to, to work. And, you know, that particular situation, when it comes to what a bank may offer you, you know, or another lender may offer you, you know, I do want to pull that out because you may be getting stuff in the mail or emails or text Mm -hmm. messages. Oh my goodness. These people are all over everywhere. Yeah. You know, and, and there are predatory lenders, but there are actually like legitimate, you know what I mean? Loan products that you can qualify for. But I think what I, what, what, what has to be said when it comes to that is, you know, you still need to have a strategy. And what I like to say is, yes, when you're going into a loan product, you know, or even a grant, like just any, in any injection into your your cash flow, anything that's going to be improving your cash flow, you want to go into that situation with a strategy already. Yes. Right. So when Absolutely. you know, like if so, if someone is saying, okay, you qualify for five thousand dollars, and you know you have a project over here that's going to cost you twenty five thousand dollars. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you it want to make sure that those right. opportunities, even when it even taking on clients. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you want to look at that and say, okay, is that going to actually help my cash flow and match the strategy that I have in place with this particular project? You know, absolutely. So, and Arlene, so we, again, I told y'all we can go on and <laughs> on and on and we have really, you know, shared some really good tools. I think we have really dived into that word comfort. Yes. We have dived into that word fear. We have provided gems, you know, and a thought process and a safe space yes. that allows your business if if the mindset was not there for you, because that's a lot of what we talked about is that if the mindset is not there for you, I hope that this particular CEO conversation has brought you along the way. And, you know, and if it hasn't, Arlene, I'm going to let her talk about the actual services that she provides, because y'all know I edify my guests as well, that she provides Black women, really good at it, very, very empowering speaker. And I want to make sure that if something that has been said resonates with you, Mm-hmm. That you know how to build upon that so that we can take you to where you need to be. Arlene, what are some of the projects that you're working on that you would like, you know, to share with our audience today? Absolutely. I am always um, accepting speaking engagements. Um, the thing that I focus on and is near and dear to me is, as Taliba said, empowering women, teaching other women that um, you are worthy. 
You're already uh, more than enough. You're already qualified to do what you're doing. Uh, Most of us are doing those things that we could turn into a business. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're already doing those for family and friends. We're Mm -hmm. the reach out person. So I come in and I help you change. I'm looking at at that as just something that you do for family and friends. Mm -hmm. This is something that you're investing a lot of time and energy in. Let's look at this being another stream of income for you. Right. Let's look at creating this and making it a leg- legacy for you that you can lead to your children, to um, your other family. So I do one-on-one coaching. I do group coaching. I uh, do workshops. I have business courses that you know I've created, even going through the process of starting your business, establishing, getting your your business license. You know, some people think when they just go in and they reserve their name that they have a business license. No, those are two separate things right. that you do. Right. So I'm um, just getting us knowledgeable about the process, the back end of it. You already know what you're doing. You already are great at that, but we've got to get ourselves ready with the backside of it. Mm -hmm. So I empower, inspire, and motivate women to invest in themselves and how to become an asset to themselves because we don't always want to be a liability. We want to have, we want to be an asset call. Right, right. Yes. And they can reach out to me. My website uh, is hearmycryllc.com. My email address, Arlene Henderson at hearmycryllc.com. And reach out to me. I even have a empowerment consultation that I offer, a free consultation. We can do a, you know, just talk like Taliba and I. And that's what you need to do when you're starting any kind of business um, venture with anyone. Sit down and have a conversation before you strike out and say, we're going to do business because um, that way you'll know, you know, how far we need to start and where we need to go forward with um, what we need to do. So, and, let me, and let me tell you something that Arlene hasn't said. Oh, I still check in. With Arlene. <laughs> <laughs> Look, before we before we started this episode, honey, I was like, okay, so when are we doing wine and dinner? Right, um, right. Because I'm overdue for my session. I need a. Yes. I need you to hear my cry. <laughs> yes, yes. So and that <laughs> is good to have that because I call people even in the course. I call Taliba is a, a journeyman for me. A journey. And we're there to, you know, to provide those services to each other. We're going to sit there and we're going to laugh and we're going to have a good time. But at the end, we both are going to come walk away with something that we gave to each other. Right. 100%. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, likewise. So (laughs) it is really, you know, Arlene is a, a specialist at for particularly for women at unlocking Yes, that asset in you that you already have, and yes. and if like I said, if you've caught some of our other episodes, that's a common theme that we know that our our black businesses and our black women business owners struggle with, and yes. so we had to talk about it today yes. in yes. this conversation. So I want to 
thank Arlene for coming on today. As I mentioned at the top of this episode, you know, if there's any particular thing that you would like for me to have Arlene back on, I yes, know she'll probably yes. be doing some events or, or, or anything of that nature. Rest yes. assured, this is not a one and done. <laughs> you will be able to also reach out to her in the interim. But I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Please subscribe so that you catch the next Black and Bankable CEO conversation. And so uh, again, put comments as to any topics that you know you would like for me to get you uh, a person in front of you, a real person, unscripted, talking about the realness of being uh, a Black business that is bankable, struggling to be bankable, going to get bankable. We're going to do it with this CEO conversation series. So I will see you guys next time. Yes. Thank you all.